Holy shit, has it been six months already? It has, it's been like six months and two days. So today will be different. Today I won't tell a story from my youth. Like, um, I don't like the way I just said youth. Like I said in the first episode, sometimes it's just gonna be random shit I feel like talking about. And holy, it's been a crazy six months. Chance this podcast gets interrupted when Luna wakes up. But, um, so I posted that episode with Cody February 17th. And about a week later, I was in the hospital. So we'll start, we'll start there. For years, I've been battling anxiety and depression. And if you know me, I'm very open about it. It sucks. It, for, at least for a time, it controlled my entire life. Like sitting on the couch for days at a time and not wanting to do anything. So going back to February, I was in a really, really, really bad place. Before I went to the hospital, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily suicidal. But I was like, if I die, I die. Like, I was just very reserved to the idea of no longer being around. So, um, I remember telling Autumn that morning, like, I have to go in. I just, I gotta go in and be seen, because this is not good. And as soon as we got to the hospital, I didn't want to fucking be there anymore. Like, I was, I was immediately out, out, everything was out of my control, and that, and being in control is a huge thing for me. Like, if I feel out of control, that's when my anxiety kicks in. And they, they put me in this room that was absolutely fucking filthy. Like, it didn't look like they had cleaned the floors in days. Like, there was just... It looked like somebody spilled something, and then it hardened, and then dust went over it. You know how it's just, like, shitty fucking floor mess. And... That made me not trust the bed, but not being in my right mind, I bitched for like four or five hours about how dirty the floor was, and I would only sit on the floor. Like, I, I tucked myself in a corner. And because of things that I said to the doctors and those social workers that were there, I wasn't allowed to have my door closed. Um, I don't know what they thought I was going to do inside their own room with a camera on, but that's another thing. That, that, um, that's another reason I felt out of control. Um, and there was this fucking Paul Blart security guard there that was picking a fight with some, he had to be like a teenager, but he, some other kid was there and he was in crisis and he wasn't fucking doing well. Like everything was agitating him and the security guard was just, just egging him on. And I wanted to come out there and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You're only making this worse for everyone. So I got to listen to these guys argue back and forth. I hate confrontation and listening to fucking arguments drives me nuts. I just, I don't know what it is. Fucking PTSD makes me like not want to be there. Like literally hands over my ears type shit. And this kid just wanted to go to the bathroom and the bathroom was under construction that day for some reason. Paul Blart was basically like, oh, you got to shit in a bucket. Too bad. You don't want to shit in a bucket. You can't shit at all. Hey, stop talking. Stop. Hey, hey, stop. And just, like, antagonizing the kid. And I kept telling the doctors, like, first of all, this place is fucking filthy. Second of all, that guard out there is a piece of shit. So, right off the bat, wasn't enjoying the hospital stay. Um, Autumn, my mom, and the doctors convinced me, like, like I said, I went to the doctor. I mean, <clears throat> I went to the hospital um, on, my own, on my own free will. I was like, I'm, I want to go. And when we got there, I wasn't digging it. But it took, like, Mom and Autumn and the doctors convincing me, like, you should probably stay and get some help. 
so I had to go upstairs. First of all, hate the fucking hospital policy that even if you're able-bodied, you have to be moved around in a wheelchair. So I'm getting wheeled around this fucking hospital. I'm already uh, anxious and pissed off and don't want to be there. And now I feel like I'm being paraded around. And I get up to the, the behavioral health unit, which all the doors locked from the outside. Uh, that's not a safety hazard or a fire hazard in any way. Uh, so they wheel me up to this first room on the left, and on the right, there's two big windows, and that's like the cafeteria area, and everybody that's in there runs up to the window. And I'm like, okay, this is upgrade. I'm on display. Not bad. I already feel like a piece of shit, so cool. And then Paul Blart's like, you can stand up now. and go. I'm like, oh, thank you so much for your attitude, you piece of shit. I'm having a wonderful time. Goodbye. Go wash your fucking shiny badge. So then I had to go in there, uh, have like a, a consult with some kind of doctor. Sweet lady, salt of the earth. Um, so I tried my best not to be angry or, or rude to her. But I do this thing that my, my therapist pointed out to me called self-sabotage, where I do things that only really hurt me, but I do them in an attempt to, I guess, punish others. So th- she was making me sign up for food for the next day. And I'm like, joke's on you, ho. I'm not eating. And she wasn't going to let me, she wasn't going to let it go to, to the point where she was going to circle shit. And she's like, if you don't tell me what you want, I'm just going to circle something. And I was like, I would like two veggie burgers, please. I don't eat fucking veggie burgers. And the next day when they came and I was starving, they were fucking gross. So I did, you have to order food the day before, like all three meals. And I ended up doing that to myself every day where I ended up picking something shitty, except for one day. And I don't even think I got to eat that day because I went home. So for obvious reasons, I can't say the name of the fucking patient that was there. But we'll call him Fuckhead. It's like the nurses and doctors won't tell him to stop doing anything. They told me that the floor was a peaceful place where I could get a break and kind of unwind and relax and work on myself. They had fucking... What you would expect from... A garage where you're getting your fucking the hole in your muffler fixed you know how they always have it on that one station that's just like shitty rock that's what he played all the fucking time really loud at the opposite end of the hallway so I could hear it with my door shut and I'm like well this isn't very fucking quiet and relaxing Two, 6 15 a.m. he's doing fucking high knees in the hallway going And I just, like, my door is across from the nurse's station, so I just kind of open it and make eye contact, and I'm like, is anybody going to fucking tell him to stop? Three, he is sarcastic and loud, so the nurses can't tell when he's being sarcastic or actually annoyed, which turned into him screaming at another nurse at, like, 11.30 at night, which was my last night there. Um, Everybody in the place thought he was... They were giving each other shit back and forth until it turned out, nah, he was really upset about something. God knows what. Um, so fuckface starts yelling, and one of the one of the uh, doctors or nurses there, Charlie, nice guy, he moved him in, got him back into his room, and I popped my head out, and he's like, hey, Steve, everything's all set. And I had had it. I'm like, it's not all set. This clown's been screaming for four days. And he screams about bullshit. He's not the only person on this floor. He's not the only one trying to sleep. And then one of the nurses came in to 
apologize and I apologize to her for yelling and she's like no it's fine it's he's 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 not he's not respecting other people and then I told her that I wanted I was ready to go the next morning so she's like all right well the doctor needs 16 hours to evaluate you and um we'll go from there and I immediately started a fucking countdown and 16 hours would have been 1 p.m so fast forward it I ended up getting out I think it was closer to noon but um like the morning I was trying to get out the fuck face is telling me how much he's going to miss me and how he hopes I'm doing, I, I do well. And if only I could cut out cigarettes and alcohol. Do I fucking smoke cigarettes and drink, you clown? Get the fuck out of here. You don't know me. Um, oh, my God. It was so nice to be home. Worst, worst experience of my life. But I also know now that hospitals are not the place for me. Like, if, if I'm in a crisis, I can't go to a crisis center because they lock you in a room that feels like a fucking cage, and then they just keep poking at you with questions like, why you sad, sport? Huh? You lose the big game? Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to talk to you for a minute. So that was nice. And most of that stemmed from my shitty job that I fucking hated. It's so unstable. You don't know how long you're going to be there. You don't know what job you're doing when you get there. Everyone's fucking miserable, and they hate it. So I got out of there. And I went back to doing security, which I was doing before Hannaford, um, and I fucking loved it. So I went back, and I was doing like 60 hours a week plus, fucking crazy overtime. I was making like 900 bucks to 1000 bucks a week. And um, then I got fired for using Instagram. That's a fucking true story. A girl reported my Instagram... And got me fired. I have two kids, you dumb... But anyways, now... So... We've lived in this apartment for about five years. It would be five years November 27th. I think that was our move-in date. And it's gonna suck. Now we're gonna move. We've raised Grayson and Luna here. Gray was telling me last night... Um, before bed, he's sad. Because... We've already started packing, and some of our stuff's already moved to the new place. And he was asking, well, are we going to take my closet door? I said, no, but we got closet doors at the other place. And he, he started crying because well, he's going to miss his closet door. And that never occurred to me. I guess that's a big, that's a big deal for a four-year-old. He doesn't really – he's stoked because he's already been to the house, and he loves it. And there's a big yard and shit. But I think it's finally hitting him how big of a change it is or how big of a change it's going to be. All right, friends, that's it. That's all I got for my 12 and a half minute update. Maybe I'll do another one soon, a full episode. I was working on one, but, you know, shit happens. So maybe, maybe soon, maybe when we move into the new house, we'll figure it out. All right, bye. I promise not to cry. The night you said goodbye. Through every size, you read my mind. If you only sympathize. For now you're slurring empty words. Bloodshot. This guy obviously screws loose. Screws loose. Obviously, this guy has um, a couple screws loose up top.